it was just my birthday. I just turned 25. And I feel like I've learned so much last year from all the podcast guests, from all the books. And I enter this new year with a a unique perspective, one that I haven't had before. And so I'm excited to share that for this podcast. But before I do get into that, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Max McCoy. Today we got a solo episode. I think what I'm going to start doing is every other episode will be a guest interview where I'm essentially bringing on amazing people that I'm getting mentored from essentially, whether they're helping me with my mind, my body, or my career, or my craft, um, trying to be the best I can be, and essentially get to bring you guys along with me as I get mentored by these amazing humans. Uh, And then every other episode, so one episode will be a guest interview, and then the next episode I'm thinking I'll start doing more of these solo podcasts where I get to make the episodes a little shorter, a little snack size, and then I essentially get to reflect and share upon what I'm learning, what I'm working through, and trying to kind of alchemize everything I'm learning into shorter, more value-based episodes. So this is a a solo episode today. Before I get into it, I want to just say... Uh, I've added people to an email list and I'll start sharing on like a, I think a week bi-weekly basis with people. I'm going to be sharing kind of the insights I'm working through in real time. I'll be sharing books I'm reading, um, podcasts I'm listening to, quotes I'm digging on or anything else like that um, with you guys more directly. A lot of people DM me asking for the books I'm reading or the things in which I used to learn And I think this email uh, medium will be a little more direct, a little more intimate. And if you're learning or if you're interested in learning how I'm learning and what I'm learning in real time, email, I think, could be a great way to do this. So hit me up with your email address on Instagram. My Instagram, you probably already follow if you're listening, is at Max W. McCoy. Uh, check that out and we'll add you to the list and we'll get you, you know, all these cool insights that I'm trying to work through on a day-to-day basis. But that's enough house cleaning. Now to the episode. Guys, I'm 25 uh, and I know it sounds like not a huge dramatic number, but it's significant for me. And 24 was a really crazy year. I grew so much and I had so many highs, but I had likely some of the lowest lows I've ever had as well. And this year feels significant because, uh, you know, the 24, being 24, it was the first full year of my life where I had been documenting the things I'm learning and processing in real time, like with the podcast and the Instagram. And I'm really growing alongside you guys. I'm growing alongside an audience, which is special, and I love it. But it's also brought some challenges. So with all these experts I get to talk to, all the books I get to read, all the insights I'm sharing with you guys as I learn them, there can be this unspoken pressure I put on myself to apply it all right away. And for me, this is cause like these feelings of guilt because when things aren't going well in my life or perfect in my life or I'm not totally on top of my shit I feel like I'm letting myself down but I also I also feel like I'm letting my audience down because like I'm sharing this information I should be applying it but I'm working on this and we're all human and to assume that we will apply every drop of wisdom we receive immediately without hitting roadblocks or setbacks is to hold ourselves, or I'm talking to myself basically here, is to hold myself to an unrealistic ideal of perfection. So if anything, as I enter this 25th year, I'm trying to prioritize this idea of self-compassion. And there's this quote I like by Louise Hay, and she says, self-approval and self-acceptance in the now are the main keys to positive change in every area of our lives. 
Essentially, if we have some self-approval, if we have self-acceptance, it makes improving any area of our life so much easier. And so for me, this looks like giving myself credit where it's due. Instead of beating myself up for not being where I want to be right now or aspire to be, I guess. I'm trying to give myself love for being on the path towards that, for making progress, however slow. I'm trying to give myself credit for even having the clarity to know where I want to go in the first place, which I think a lot of us don't do. And I think, you know, I may not be applying every ounce of what I learned right away, but I can be, I can at least like show myself love for seeking the wisdom and the insight in the first place. So many people I know when they know they want to do something different, they start beating themselves up every day that they don't do it which is so easy for myself to do as well. You know, with all this information I'm learning from guests and books and even just life experience, I'm like, okay, these are the things I know I want to do. And so every day I'm not doing it, it adds this unnecessary pressure and hate, hatred towards myself when if I took a step back and maybe maybe give myself more credit for being like, hey, like it, it's a process. You're improving. You're getting closer to that ideal you hold in your head. Give yourself credit for at least having the clarity that that's where you want to go. And I think that should be more normalized. Because, like, man, the pressure I put on myself sometimes is ridiculous. And it makes any accomplishment feel small. And it makes me anxious. And it makes a lot of, it makes for a lot of unnecessary tension in my life. So it's my intention for this new year and this new age of 25, big bad 25, to really just, like, embrace my humanness and my imperfections. And with an audience or without an audience to allow the part of myself that's still in progress to be seen and loved just as much. This is the big part, just as much as the parts that I'm proud to put myself out, like to allow the parts of myself still in progress to be seen just as much as the parts of myself that I'm proud to share. And I wanted to share this like kind of download that I'm working on because as I share so much about personal development and personal progress and all these things, like I, people come to my page and my podcast to kind of quote unquote, you know, self-improve. And I think it's important that we all show ourselves more love in this evolution that we're going through. Because as I learn and as I share all this personal development stuff, I'm learning that it's important not to view it as fixing something that's broken, but rather doing the things we would do if we truly valued ourselves. So it's so easy to be like, I'm doing this diet or I'm doing this new habit because I'm fucked up and I need to fix myself when instead it should be reframed into, no, I'm doing this because I really value and love myself and I deserve a lot of credit for how far I've come and I'm doing these new things to kind of reflect that love I feel for myself. So For example, if you truly love yourself, wouldn't you do anything in your power to give yourself the life and the circumstances you deserve? Wouldn't you expect more of yourself? Wouldn't you care for your body and mind just a little bit more? Would you perhaps not settle? If you loved and valued yourself, wouldn't you value the opinions of others less and instead, you know, follow your own intuitive direction? And it's with this energy and with this vibe that I enter 2020 and I enter my 25th year. Um, and I hope it resonates with you guys. I'm kind of just sharing this off the whim, like, but it's something that I'm going through in real time. And I think it's super important that it deserves more of a conversation that as you improve, as you progress in whatever goals you have, give yourself credit and love along the way because it'll just make everything easier and we'll kind of release all this pressure we have on our shoulders. I recently did this exercise where I wrote out 
literally all the things that I did well last year. And it can sound self-indulgent, but I think, uh, like I said, I never give myself the credit I deserve. And so this exercise was super powerful. I took basically an hour, got a cup of coffee, had my laptop, laptop out, and I wrote out I tried to write out literally everything I could remember that I did well from my, like from age 24 to age 25. I, it took me almost an hour. It was super powerful. I literally tried to write out all the small things I did well, all the big things that happened, all the challenges that, uh, I had that I overcame all the times where I felt like I was stuck in a situation and I didn't know how I'd get out. And I look back and I'm like, Oh, you totally got out of that. And I just tried to give myself credit in every aspect of all the big things I accomplished, but also all the little things I accomplished and all the the small ways I treated people and all the perhaps the ripple effects I created by just being kind to someone in the street, everything. I tried to write it all out. And as you can imagine, after I finished that exercise, I kind of just had like a sense of gratitude for myself. And I had a sense of like, huh, like, all right, you're doing, you're doing better than you're giving yourself credit for, Max. So I recommend try that exercise or try some form of this exercise where Anytime you can, it doesn't have to be your birthday. Just give yourself some credit where it's due and try to literally reframe everything that's going on in your life for, from the perspective of you being almost a friend of yourself. So like, what would a best friend say to you in terms of what you're going through, what you're working on, all the struggles you're having, perhaps the parts of you that you don't think are worthy of light or love? What would a, just an all knowing best friend say to you about that. They would, they would probably show you more compassion than you'd show yourself. And I think exercises like this can be super helpful in just relieving some of the pressure, taking a breath and giving ourselves credit words due so that we can move forward with this sense of self love rather than like self fixing. And so that's, that's the vibe. That's the vibe going into year 25. As much as I wanted to kind of encapsulate all I learned and like, take all the interview I wanted to take all the interviews I had done and the final question I asked after every podcast uh, last year was what's advice to your 24 year old self a part of me wanted to take all that and compile it and to make this beautiful piece but really when it came down to it when my birthday actually showed up and I asked myself like what do I really want to enter this new year with and it was it was just simply that it was like more self-love more self-acceptance more self-compassion and that that as my primary objective will make every aspect, every goal, every new thing I'm taking on so much more easy and effortless and a little more of a flow state rather than a forcing. So I wanted to share that with you guys and perhaps encourage you to do the same. On my birthday, on my actual birthday, it was last week, I spent the day writing in the sun and being all philosophical and and that's like my favorite way to start a day. It's like just to be in the sun and to journal. Uh, and I wrote a letter to myself, and I wanted to share that here. So here it is. I'd love to write about how far I've come and how awesome I feel moving forward, but that wouldn't feel right. I still question my direction. I often worry, and I'm far from fearless. I care a lot about achieving certain pursuits and give too much attention to how I may be perceived. I wish I had a perfect way to summarize all the wisdom and the lessons I've absorbed this year, or that I'm certain about the awesome future that's to come. But if I've learned anything this year, it's that the future can't be predicted. Life is wild and crazy, and, quote, the only way to make sense of it is to plunge into it and join the dance, end quote. Good, bad, indifferent, I know that what this next year will bring will blow my mind, and that I'll look back on everything I thought I knew on this day and smile at my naivety. 
If I've learned anything this year, it's that my next birthday isn't even promised. I suddenly lost a close friend this year. I, we all lost a hero in Kobe Bryant this year, and all these things without rhyme or reason. I'd be mad to think I have any control or insight as to what this next year will bring. Where I spent much of my 24th year paddling and paddling to reach new land, I'm learning that this is in a way laughable. Perhaps it's time I learn how to sail, yield to life, and try my best to get the wind at my back instead of relying on a forceful paddle, all with the understanding that the sea is a force greater than my comprehension. The more I learn, the more I'm called to unlearn. The more I seek, the more I'm reminded to surrender. And if I know anything, it's that there's beauty in front of me now, and it's also not promised to stay. So, Max, give your whole being to the beauty in front of you. Tell the people you love, you love them every time you get the chance. You're an animal, so take care of your human vehicle accordingly. Growth will often hurt. Stillness, prayer, and affirmation will help. And as best as you can, plunge into it and enjoy the dance. 2-2-2020 was my birthday. I wrote that. And uh, a little philosophical, a little meta out there, but that's kind of my vibe as you guys are probably beginning to learn. I want to just hit on these last points I made and kind of go into them just a little more. If I know anything, it's that there's beauty in front of me. So like, no matter what is going on in your life, I encourage you to recognize that in the future, you will look back on exactly where you are right now and miss some parts of your life. You'll miss something about the things you have in front of you right now. That's like for sure, whether it's the simplicity of everything, whether it's your schedule, whether it's the people around you, whether it's how healthy your body is, whatever it is. So I encouraged myself with this letter to like begin to practice recognizing that no matter what I want and how I want to be moving forward, be mindful enough to be present and understand that there's gifts in front of me right now that I'll surely miss and don't let them go by unnoticed. Um, Tell people you love you love them every time you get the chance. This is something that I learned on a visceral level this year in losing people. Like I lost a friend out of the blue this year. No rhyme or reason. Healthy guy passed away and nothing's promised. So live a life in which you don't have regrets. You you tell the people you love them whether you have shit going on. Just at the end of the day, put the ego aside and tell them you love them. Because tomorrow, again, it comes back to the same idea. Tomorrow is not promised with anybody. You're an animal. Take care of your human vehicle accordingly. This is a reminder I needed because so often when I'm in a bad mood, when I'm in a shitty headspace, it comes back to like, Max, are you taking care of your human animal? So am I getting enough sleep? Am I getting enough sunlight? Am I getting outside enough? Am I moving enough? Am I connecting with people because I'm a social animal? realizing that I'm basically like my dog and my dog needs certain things to be at his best. He needs exercise. He needs food. He needs play. He needs love. He needs plenty of sleep. And I'm just like him. So reminder to you, reminder to me, take care of your animal. Growth often hurts. This is a reminder that I actually got from a podcast with Michael Bruce, the sleep doctor, and his 
advice to his 24-year-old self at the end of the podcast was growth hurts. And he said, think of like a plant. When you see a plant grow, if you ever watch those videos like of a plant growing fast-forwarded, you see it's a very explosive and like violent process. And so from a seed turning into a flower, let's say, that is a very messy and explosive process where roots are growing and it's busting through the soil and it's it's twisting and it's turning but eventually it becomes this beautiful flower and that if if the if the flower had feelings i would say that growth process probably hurt but it became what it was supposed to be through it and so a reminder to myself is when i'm in discomfort and pain and i feel like life is explosive and volatile it's helpful to remember that uh, that's the sign of growth. That's the sign of, you know, maybe a, the butterfly going from the cocoon to a butterfly. That's probably a very uncomfortable and suffocating feeling. Um, but in the process of becoming what we're supposed to become, there's going to be moments of discomfort. There's going to be moments of discomfort. There's going to be violent and explosive times where things are changing really fast and we don't feel like we have a grip. But so is growth. So if we can just have the presence of mind to know that those signs are good signs that something is changing, that we're evolving into something different. I think it removes some of that suffering that we add to it when we are like, this isn't right, this isn't right, this isn't supposed to feel this way. Sometimes discomfort is a great sign that we're exactly where we're supposed to be. Stillness, prayer, and affirmation will help. That's another reminder for myself. Like if I am not spending my mornings at least for 10 minutes just in stillness, um, and kind of meditating and just connecting to my my breath and connecting to like a, a space within myself that I can, re- can return to any time. Life often feels crazy and um, I kind of feel like I'm reacting to life rather than acting. And so for me, uh, a huge staple in just who I am and has, as I navigate through this world, I don't know if this resonates with anybody, but still I can't recommend like stillness. Just get still as much as possible. Connect to your breath. Try to let the, the flow of thoughts kind of just pass over you rather than connecting so tightly to each thought you have. Um, this is something I have to work on so much. Prayer is also huge for me. I didn't grow up religious or anything, but I have just found so much comfort in learning to give my angsts and my problems and my small worries to a some sort of intelligence greater than myself. I just kind of have this natural trust you know, with the mountains, with the trees, with the birds, there seems to be some sort of order to nature. And so I kind of like to think of nature as the the thing in which I'm praying to. And so I'll just kind of, you know, try to give my worries away to that thing and say, hey, will you take care of this for me? And then I also pray in this way that um, I pray for the things I want and I pray in the present term. So I already act as if they're here. So I'll pick like three things in the morning. Um, that I want to happen in my life and I pray and I almost am saying thank you for as if they've already arrived and this just helps like me center helps me get to the place I want to be it allows me to move through my day from this place of like I know where I'm going Um, and then affirmation affirmation is just like being careful with the words you speak being mindful of the words you speak speaking what you want to come back to you Um, so many people have these uh, these dialects and these conversations with themselves and others that limit themselves and you can almost see where someone's mindset is limited in the way they talk 
Um, so just being mindful of that. And that to me is affirmation. So as much as I can thinking in a way that is empowering, it's so easy when something's going wrong to have the thoughts that go, Oh shit, Oh shit. Oh shit. And like start speaking negatively to yourself. So affirmation for me means catching those and essentially just trying to turn the, the way I speak to myself in my thoughts or out loud and shifting it from maybe a negative anxious voice into a positive empowered voice. And essentially, whatever I speak to myself, whatever I speak out loud, I'm expecting that to come back to me in some form, in some shape. So I'm trying to be mindful of that. And that's what the affirmation means for me. And then the last line of this, as best as you can, plunge into it and enjoy the dance. Um, That's based off a quote from Alan Watts. And, you know, the only way to make sense of life and change, he says, is to plunge into it and enjoy the dance. So this is a reminder to myself, how can I join the dance? How can I stop trying to view life as a means to an end or trying to get somewhere and instead seeing it as a process and unfolding a fluid motion to try to control life, to try to predict life is a fool's pursuit. To think that I know what's coming is uh, is silly. To act like I can change or to control every variable as to what is to come is to put too much pressure on my shoulders. So this quote and this reminder to myself at the end of this little letter is just to enjoy it to to jump into life to dance with it and to be fluid and in being fluid and in being flexible I'm lasting longer you know if you think of um, bamboo bamboo is like that one of those types of tree or whatever you call that bark that is so fluid and so bendy you know something that's too stiff breaks and so a reminder to me is that in being stiff I'm more likely to break I'm more likely to crack but in being like water or being fluid, I'm able to mold to whatever's in front of me. I'm able to be strong. I'm able to be flexible. Uh, and that's kind of what I'm trying to embody moving forward. And that's it, people. That is kind of my mindset as I enter this 25th year. Again, I started this episode by saying it's kind of crazy to be able to learn and and gather insight and to reflect upon life and then to share it in real time with an audience is a very weird experience. But I wanted to say I'm very thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for, you know, this small tribe we've built with the podcast and with the Instagram. Um, Just people trying to make their life better day by day, trying to live the life they know they want to live. It's truly a special little community I feel like I have. And without you guys, I wouldn't have continued going with the podcast last year. I wouldn't have been so motivated to reach out to people and pick their brains and in not having you guys, I wouldn't have received so much insight and so much wisdom from incredible people. Without you guys, I wouldn't have had a lot of the experiences I had last year. So I'm truly grateful for how this little pocket of the internet has been supporting me and my growth internally, externally, and all the things. I hope my downloads and my insights and my reflection on this new 25th year has brought you some value, and I appreciate you if you made it to the end of the podcast. Again, if you want more of a one-on-one relationship with me in terms of the stuff I'm learning, the stuff I'm reading, the, the quotes I'm digging on, send me your email in, on Instagram and we'll add you to the list. Um, a lot of great interviews coming in 2020. I appreciate you guys so much. Make sure you leave a review if you like the podcast. Make sure you share this with a homie. And uh, your only homework besides that is to just show yourself some love. Show yourself some compassion. If you have a couple minutes today, get a piece of piece of paper and a pen and write out all the things you're doing well and why you deserve credit. I love you guys. Have a great day. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for making my 24th year very special. I'm excited for year 25. I'm excited for 2020. Adios. Buenos noches. Hasta mañana.
<laughs> See you later. Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, this is actually the end of the episode now. Uh, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. I love you. Bye. <laughs>